Welcome to the Marriage Doc Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Brian Schrader. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, doctor specializing in couples therapy, and expert on dual couple trauma. I'm so glad that you chose to listen today and check out the podcast. And I'm really excited about getting into today's episode. Hey, are you a Pennsylvania resident looking for individual and or couples therapy? Go to www.themarriagedoc.com and click on the schedule consultation and pick a date and time to get started. Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Brian Schrader. And I'm really excited about this episode, as I'm typically excited about episodes, but this is for a different reason. Um, <clears throat> you ever watch something and get really inspired? You know, in, in this case, Instagram, while it can also put a hole in your day, can also take moments where it has some really inspirational videos on there. And there was one such video this morning that I saw from uh, Kevin Hart, who was a little part of a video that, uh, of an interview he had done at some point in time. And most of us know Kevin Hart, if you know who he is, which if you don't, I encourage you to look him up. Really funny guy, but also a very motivating guy. And in this video, essentially, he said um, about focusing on what you have to do day to day and not so much about what other folks have. And, and there were other videos that were were on there that I was watching. And I tried to stick on the inspirational aspect in terms of um, self 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 improvement. I guess you call it. I can't really think of any other word right now. But just the idea of being strong, being you, and being all right with you was essentially the idea put out there. But and while this has been said before, we're going to go a little deeper. Um, if you've ever <laughs> I mean, hey, if you've ever set foot even inside your house, if you've ever interacted with another person, you have found yourself comparing yourself to them or yourself to somebody else. Even if you've never met the person, you might go online and see um, someone doing something and compare yourself to them, whether it's looks, whether it's abilities in some way, shape, or form. It's something. As human beings, we have done this, we are trained from darn near day one, not quite, but darn near day one, to compare ourselves to other people. And what is the issue with doing that, right? I mean, you look at the Olympics, for example, that had just finished up in China. And what did they do? They ranked not just countries in terms of what medal, like you have gold, bronze, silver, but they also rank rate each uh, athlete that comes through right? It's acceptable. It's something that we see in uh, terms of uh, NBA National Basketball Association stats. We see who's going to be the MVP, who's the most valuable player, who's the best player to have on your team. Again, comparisons. We're, we're allowed to have comparisons. When you watch, for example, the news in different ways, there's comparisons. When you're uh, doing your business, say, for example, I'll put myself out there for an example here. When I was first setting up my private practice, what did I do? I went on different uh, therapy directories 
and I did comparisons. I compared what is this person's price point? What is my price point? Until I learned that wasn't important and that's not how to do it. That's initially what I did. Again, comparison. Brother and sister, I'm better than you are. You're better than whatever. Comparison. If you're in a relationship, you and your partner are comparison. They're comparing each other, constantly comparing each other in different ways. It's, it's not always so overtly to where there's a grudge forming, but it's in different ways, right? For example, um, my wife's really good at this. She will um, have me do something, and if, I, and if she doesn't like the way I'm doing it, she'll be like, you go do this, I'll do that. It's comparing. It's saying, in my mind, I'm going to do that to my liking better than what you're going to be doing. And it's not necessarily a uh, demeaning act, so to speak. It's We're all raised to compare in different ways. Um, other times, comparing in a relationship can come down to, I, I've had couples that will, in terms of problem solving, well, you do it this way, I do it that way. It's across the board. So you may be saying, okay, so what's the problem? Why, Brian, does it matter if we're comparing ourselves to other people? Well, the fact of when we're comparing ourselves to other people, what does that do? That can bring about jealousy. That can bring about dislike, not just for the other person, but for ourselves. How many times, or is there anybody, I guess this is a better question, is there anybody out there that can remember a time where they did something and somebody else came in and did it better, in their opinion, where that person did it better than they did? Because there's there's many examples out there that I can think of growing up. For example, when I was growing up in minor league baseball, I was playing minor league baseball. Now, this isn't underneath the pros. I mean, it is, but it's it's not like minor league and then professional. I'm talking about minor league baseball, just above little league baseball. I remember when I would go in and I'd pitch a game, when, when my team was up the bat and I was watching the other pitcher, I was comparing myself to that person, how they threw their fastball, their curveball, whatever, the composure on the, on the mound. I was comparing, right? I know when my son, who swims, would swim against other people this last summer in, in the league, he would compare himself to other people. I know that if anybody's a Family Guy fan, there was an episode recently that I watched, and I don't remember how old it was. It was on Hulu. Um, and Stewie went to do a cartwheel, did it, thought it was the great thing ever, and then there's another kid who came in, <laughs> did it flawlessly, and Stewie felt like crap. Now, this is an example. These are just multiple examples of where we can see comparisons um, in our lives, where I've seen it in my life. The problem is the more that we we compare ourselves to other people, for example, as, as adults, if we compare ourselves to anybody else, individually now I'm speaking, the problem that comes out of that is that it's not fair. There's no way for you to compare yourself to anybody else. There's no way for me to compare myself to my neighbor. There's no way that I compare compare myself to, you know, someone else anywhere doing anything 
that is a fair, legitimate comparison. And you might ask, how come? Here's why. Did that person, have they lived the same exact life you have? Do you have the same exact daily regimen routine that they have? The answer is no. Because even if you and whoever you're comparing yourself to have the same exercise routine, for example, have the same diet or, or eating habits, physiologically, you are not the same person. Biologically, you're not the same person. You, you are two different people. And given in a situation, there's other factors going on, such as environmental or, you know, even just within your body. How are you feeling that day? How cognitively are you thinking positively? Are you self-doubting? Any number of things. Are you stressed out? Any number of things can play into that. But it doesn't matter. You can be even Steven in every area except for who you are as an individual, and you will never be with somebody else. So then why do we feel a need to always compare ourselves to somebody else even when we cannot legitimately do it? What does it do for us? Well, a lot of times what it does for us is in society standards, it makes us better than them. In our minds anyways, even though it's a complete BS thought process, it's irrational, but in our minds, if we feel like, hey, I did something better than you, that makes me feel good that I'm better than you in that, right? That makes me feel productive. That makes me feel like, oh, everything I did to get to that moment was worth it because I did it better than you. You know something else that's doing, though? That's disconnecting us from that person. That's disconnecting us from the reality that we are not better than that person. Today, we did our best. Today, I, I did my best. They did their best. Now, if you have two people, or two or more judges or whatever, scoring like a, a gymnastics routine, that's 100% a subjective thing. Their score. I mean, you could go anywhere on that score. You know, that you could say somebody did a perfect, so one judge could say that it's a perfect routine while another one d disagrees and says it's not. What's important is when we're judging that we go from day to day. So even if you wake up today or wake up tomorrow, and you say, today I'm going to be, I'm going to do my best to be 1% better than I was yesterday. Or I'm going to be a little better today than I was yesterday. Whatever your goal is, whatever you're trying to do, I'm going to try to be a little bit better today than I was yesterday. And if every day I'm a little bit better, me, not you. Not them. But if I can be a little bit better every day, if we're telling ourselves this, then the only person we're comparing ourselves to is our past selves. 
Right. Because if you are one of these people on New Year's, you set a goal. Say your goal is I I want to run a marathon by June of 2022. I want to run a marathon. I want to be in conditioning to run a marathon in June of 2022. And at the time that you made that goal, you were not in marathon condition. Each time you're training and working towards that, each day you do that, you're better than the day prior because you're putting in the work and the effort to be better. And you can say each day after that, I'm in, I'm in a better position to run that marathon than I was the day before. And then June comes up and you're, you're all ready and you're getting ready to run that marathon. You can say, I'm better than I was. I'm in a better position to run it now than I was before. I'm in better physical conditioning now than I was before. I'm a better version of me now because it's who I want to be than I was before. This is what it's all about. Comparing ourselves only to our past selves. An addict. I've had addicts tell me, people in recovery, say to me, I'm a better version of me now than I was before. And why is that? Because they've had goals. Sobriety being that umbrella term. Recovery, umbrella term. All the things they're doing underneath that to remain sober and to be living in a life of recovery. That's why they can say, I'm a better me now than I was yesterday. I'm a better me now than I was a week ago. And it doesn't matter if you're in recovery or not. If we can be better each day as individuals than the day before, that's something to celebrate. That is really something to celebrate. So keep that in mind as you go about your day and as you get, you know, looking around, you're like, oh, you know, this person, that person, whatever. No, look at you. Where are you from yesterday? And if you look at yourself and say, I feel like I'm in a worse spot today than I was yesterday in terms of what I'm dealing with, seek supports, seek help. Because you deserve it. You're worth it. And you've identified this, which tells me that you have a desire to improve in that area. So improve. Get the help. One thing that I do um, on a daily basis just to try to be the better version of me each day is, is I participate in Reiki. Now, if you're not aware what Reiki is, Reiki is a type of, uh, you're basically working to heal yourself via energy, right? So it's energy work. But I thought it was worthwhile to go over one of the laws of karma, which states that what goes around comes around. We've heard that before, right? Send out love and you'll receive love back in return. Send out kindness and you'll receive kindness, right? Send out positive thoughts and you'll receive positive thoughts. But it's a, karma is a two-edged sword. Send out negative thoughts and you will get negative results. Living within this precept or this perception will give you a happier and less stressful life full of joy and love. So what would that be in terms of how do I connect that with today? The podcast episode, well, it's this. 
if I give myself love, if I say, hey, today I'm in a better spot than I was yesterday, and I appreciate the work other people are putting out in themselves, I'm putting positivity out in the world, and I'm going to get positivity back by the laws of karma. Right? And there's also, as I go through the Reiki process, right, the, the energy healing process, the self-healing, five principles of Reiki. I'm going to go over them, and then I'm going to underline what are really important for today's podcast. The first is, just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. Just for today, I will give thanks for my many blessings. And then just for today, I'll be kind to all living things. The first one is that I'm going to underscore in terms of the five uh, are just for today, I'll do my work honestly. And that comes into play in the simple fact of it's not just physicality. What do I have to do? You can think about what you have to do, but it's also telling yourself, I'm going to do my best today. I'm going to put forth my best effort today. I'm going to do my work, honestly, whatever that is. If that's internal work that I'm doing on me, or if that's work such as typing on a computer or talking to a client, whatever it is, I'm going to do my best. Whatever my best is today, I'm going to do it honestly and to the best of my ability. And that's important because it's what I'm doing. Again, I'm not comparing myself to what John over there is doing. I'm only looking at me. This is what I'm doing. Just for today, I will do my work honestly. And the next one that I think is really important is just for today, I'll be kind to all living things. Now, immediately when I read that, one thing I think about, or I used to more so than now, is I used to think about everybody else or anybody that I may encounter. But I had to backtrack on that. Because at the time that I first started doing Reiki, I had a lot of worry, a lot of anxiety. And I'm not saying I don't have any anxiety or worry now, but it was a lot more. And one thing I, I realized that I needed to love myself, I needed to put time and effort into me. I needed to be kind to me. I will be kind to all living things. You have a heartbeat, you're living. Right? So therefore, you need to be kind to you. Start with you. Be kind to you and, be, and remember the laws of karma. If you put positivity out, you'll get positivity back. But you need to put positivity in you too. You need to be kind to you. And that can look a lot of different ways. Personal development, right? Practicing self-care in terms of breathing. A great thing, <laughs> a great statement that I heard yesterday on a podcast was after this question was asked. This question being, what is the one thing you have in, from birth till death? What is the only thing that is a constant that you have? Any ideas? The one thing is your breath. We have to breathe to survive, right? That helps everything internally. Breathing, it also helps emotionally. Everything we do in terms of living requires that we breathe. So therefore, 
you have to make sure to take care of you. Start with you. There's lots of breathing exercises out there. In past episodes, I've gone over some breathing exercises, but there's many out there. So what I encourage you to do is take time, and they don't have to be crazy in, in, in time frame. They can be very quick, even just a matter of taking a breath, holding it for a count of four, and exhaling for a count of three. Do that twice. You don't have to do it right now, but when you have an opportunity, do that twice. It's very simple. It doesn't take long. You can adjust it for what works better for you in terms of counts, but that's just an example of what can work. It's all about starting with us, taking care of us, and that also is in comparison. We can only compare ourselves to past selves of us. We cannot compare ourselves to anybody else because it is not true, it is not legitimate, and it is irrational, even though we do it a lot and society encourages it, right? Again, going back to the sporting piece, for example, or anything. You go into a race, you run a marathon. You're compared. But in that, those are all external things. In that, how do I feel like I did? If I ran a race this year and I'd run a race a year before, how do I feel? Do I feel like I got better? Do I feel like I did better? Maybe my mind was in a better place. It's not even my time so much. It's just mentally, how did I feel? It doesn't matter. Do I feel like I improved? Maybe I ran a 5K two weeks ago and I ran one yesterday. Did I? How do I compare myself? Just me. Nobody else. Doesn't matter. I don't care if I came in last place and I'm not going to compare myself to last place versus first place. There's no comparison there. Two different people. Doesn't mean that you didn't do well. How did you do versus the last time you've done it? Maybe this was the first one. So a good place for you to start from. Next time, gauge back and see, have I improved? Compare with yourself only, not with others. All right. So that's going to do it for today's episode. I thank everyone for checking out this episode. Please tell others, you know, about the Marriage Doc Podcast. And uh, again, feel free to always reach out to the Marriage Doc Podcast with any thoughts, questions, whatever, any topics you'd like to hear about. And um, you can always email me at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at themarriagedoc.com. Otherwise, on here. Um, Otherwise, I am going to end this week's episode, and I thank everybody for checking it out. Take care, everybody. Be safe.